just as I am. Welcome to the Gospel Saves Podcast, a program that discusses all matters related to the Christian faith. Please visit thegospelsaves.me. You can also visit The Gospel Saves on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Welcome back. In this episode, I plan to answer the question, what is the importance of Christian baptism? To begin, I'd like to start with Jesus himself. Jesus experienced baptism, he taught it, and he commanded it. In Matthew chapter 3, Jesus visited John the Baptist for the purpose of being baptized. Now, John's initial response was to object I need to be baptized by you, and you are coming to me. A baptism for the remission of sins was not necessary for a righteous man like Jesus. But Jesus persuaded John that it was necessary. He says, Permit it to be so, for thus it is fitting to fulfill all righteousness. Jesus insisted, because it was his Father's will, for him to be baptized. And at the conclusion of his baptism... John witnesses the voice of the Father saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Now, as we look at the example of Jesus' baptism, there's one other important element to note. After Jesus was baptized, he received the Holy Spirit. So Jesus obeyed his Father's will. He was baptized in water by John, after which he received the Holy Spirit. This begins the ministry of Jesus, and we see in his ministry that Jesus taught water baptism. In fact, the disciples of Jesus were practicing a water baptism in John chapter 4. In John chapter 4, verses 1 and 2, the apostle John tells us, Therefore, when the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself did not baptize, but his disciples... Both John and Jesus practiced a water baptism. At this point, there were more people coming to Jesus to be baptized. Now, the Apostle John, who was one of those disciples that was presumably conducting the baptism, is quick to point out that Jesus himself baptized no one. And I think he chose to do so or not to do so for a very practical reason. Can you imagine what a stumbling block it would be for someone to have been baptized by Jesus? A person might be tempted to think they were just a little bit more righteous than everyone else. Therefore, Jesus saw fit to have his disciples conduct the baptism. But all this was happening under the supervision of Jesus. So it's reasonable to conclude that Jesus not only experienced water baptism, he also taught it. And I think John chapter 4, verses 1 and 2 is is good evidence to that effect. Jesus also commanded water baptism for everyone who believes in him. In Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16, Jesus says to the apostles, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. 
the apostles were responsible for taking the gospel to the entire world. Those who believed the gospel were to be baptized. Jesus says to his apostles that faith plus baptism equals salvation. According to Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16, if we believe in Jesus, we must be baptized in order to be saved. So Jesus experienced baptism. He obeyed his Father's will and was baptized by John the Baptist in water, after which he received the Holy Spirit. Not only did he experience a water baptism, he taught it, and his disciples practiced it during his ministry. Jesus experienced water baptism, he taught water baptism, and he commanded water baptism. To be saved, we must believe and be baptized. Another point to consider as we answer the question, what is the importance of Christian baptism? Is the the meaning of baptism or what it accomplishes for the Christian? Put quite simply, baptism unites us with the death and resurrection of Jesus. Now, back in Mark chapter 16, verse 15, Jesus commanded his apostles to preach the gospel to every creature. The word gospel simply means good news, and the gospel is summed up by the man Jesus, his message, and his ministry. But at the heart of the gospel is Jesus' mission, specifically his death and resurrection. The gospel, the good news, saves us. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 and 2, Paul says, "...the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received, and in which you stand, by which also you are saved." Paul goes on to explain the gospel is that Christ died for our sins according to the Scripture, and that He was buried, and that He rose again the third day according to our Scriptures. Put simply, at the heart of the gospel is this series of events— Jesus died for our sins, he was buried, and he was raised. This is what we need to believe in order to be saved. But remember Mark 16, 16. We must believe the gospel and be baptized. Why does Jesus add baptism to belief? Because in baptism, we are united with the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. In Romans chapter 6, verses 3 and 4, Paul asks, or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. I know some folks choose to interpret this passage symbolically, but if it's symbolic, where does the symbolism stop in the passage? Paul later goes on to say that we have been crucified with Christ. He goes on to say that we were slaves of sin. Now, granted, I I believe Paul is talking in spiritual terms, but spiritual and symbolic are not synonymous. One is real, the other is a literary device. I believe the passage should be interpreted at face value that in baptism, God spiritually unites us with the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Before the water, we are slaves of sin. In the water, we are crucified with Christ. And out of the water, we are a new creation. That's what I think baptism represents. We are united with the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, the very heart 
of the gospel itself. And all of this is made possible by the Holy Spirit. The final reason why Christian baptism is important is because we receive the Holy Spirit when we are baptized. Notice what Paul teaches in the book of Romans. We noted chapter 6, verse number 4, that when we come out of baptism, we are raised to walk in newness of life. A few verses later, in verse 11, he urges us to consider ourselves alive to God in Christ. So we're raised to walk in newness of life. We are to consider ourselves alive to God in Christ. And then if we skip a couple chapters later to Romans chapter 8, verses 9 through 11, we find out who gives us life in baptism. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Spirit who dwells in you, Jesus our Lord. In this passage, Paul emphasizes that we have been raised from the dead in Jesus Christ, that Christ has made what was once dead in sins alive, and the agent by which he accomplishes this is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is given to Christians, and the Holy Spirit makes Christians alive. It's the Holy Spirit who gives us life in baptism, and I do believe the Spirit is given to us in baptism. Because we can not only connect that with Romans chapter 6, verses 3 and 4 and 11, Romans chapter 8, verses 9 through 11, we also can connect it with a promise that Peter makes in Acts chapter 2, verses 38 and 39. Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is to you and to your children and to all who are afar off, as many as the Lord our God will call. If we repent and are baptized, our sins are forgiven in the name of Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit is promised to everyone who repents and is baptized. Remember what Jesus experienced. He obeyed his Father. He was baptized in water. He received the Holy Spirit. Peter says, repent, be baptized, receive the Holy Spirit. Virtually the same pattern. Jesus did not need to repent, but he needed to obey. So the Holy Spirit was given to Jesus upon his baptism, and the Holy Spirit is promised to all who repent and are baptized. Finally, Jesus promises us the Spirit in John chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. He says to the Pharisee Nicodemus, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Now, I interpret the water in this passage as water baptism. Thirty verses later, the Apostle John tells us that he and his fellow apostles were baptizing people under the direction of Jesus. So it seems contextually accurate to interpret the water as water baptism. Unlike John the Baptist's baptism, which was water only, Jesus adds the element of the Holy Spirit— The Holy Spirit is the one who gives us life and baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. And it's only when we are born again of water and the Spirit that we can enter the kingdom of God.
As I draw this to a close, let me leave you with a few key thoughts. If you believe in Jesus, if you believe he died for your sins and was raised from the dead, but you've not been baptized in his name, I encourage you to do so as quickly as possible. You will be following the example of Jesus. You will be united with his death, burial, and resurrection, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. But more importantly, you will make your salvation secure. In 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 21, Peter says, Baptism, which corresponds to this, now saves you, not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The Apostle Peter believed baptism played a role in our salvation. He says it now saves us. Unlike the ceremonial washings of the old law, baptism is not intended to make us physically clean. Rather, it is an appeal to God to make us spiritually clean. Please, God, cleanse my conscience from the guilt of sins. As Paul said earlier, and as Peter says here, the resurrection of Jesus Christ makes all of this possible. So what is the importance of Christian baptism? Well, just like faith, repentance, and the gospel itself, baptism plays a role in our salvation. Thanks for listening to the Gospel Saves podcast. If you found this program useful, please visit thegospelsaves.me to find blogs, videos, and Bible studies. If you enjoyed the music on this podcast, please visit acapeldridge.com. You can also find Acapeldridge on Apple Music, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and Facebook. May God bless you as you seek to know His perfect will.